0: Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another episode of Shelf Aware, the podcast where we are reading books outside of our comfort zones. I'm Anna.
1: And I'm Em. This week on Shelf Aware, we are on book two of our Mafia Romance Unit, which Mm -hmm. was a unit idea that was sent to us by Literary Slummer Charlie, right? It was Mm -hmm. Charlie? Okay. I thought it was either either Charlie or Chelsea. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Charlie. I think Charlie. Yeah. Um. (laughs) So thank you, Charlie. Thank uh yeah. We read Bound by, by Honor. I was honor. gonna go with <laughs> Do one two. Word at a
0: time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was gonna say bound to honor, but then I was like, I don't think that's right. Um Yes. Bound by Honor by Cora Riley. Is it Cora Riley or Cora O'Reilly? Cora something. Cora. I just want to. I, God, this intro is a mess. We're doing well. We're doing well. We're good. We got this. We got eight this. 8 o'clock energy. Um. Cora Riley. Why are you putting O's in my head, Anna? Sorry. I
0: thought it really was O. O'Reilly's auto book. <laughs> Man, I wish. <laughs> Late night recording session energy. You're right.
1: You're right. OK. So we read Bound <laughs> by Honor. By Cora No O'Reilly. No O'Reilly. <laughs> um, and this this is a fairly early example of mafia romance. Not the earliest yeah. necessarily. This was twenty fourteen, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, but it feels
0: like ages ago. Like, this I know, was a much right? different style of mm-hmm. uh, romance novel being written than back before Kindle Unlimited really super blew up, and mm-hmm. yeah,
1: uh, yeah, and and I think that. Is one of the leading causes of mafia romance being <laughs> so, <laughs> being so such a big genre, as well as um, uh, fan fiction, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, we've discussed before. Mob AUs, mafia AUs, they're mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. a thing. And as Kindle Unlimited has become the app of choice for many a discerning reader. Um, <laughs> Corny reader, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I think that that kind of has led to the, the sort of tropification of like books in general. This is a common complaint nowadays: how the publishing industry tends to pick up on tropes and market mm-hmm. things based on tropes, um, and so writers are writing in a very like tropified style where they are like you're coming to this book for this trope, right? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there's a little bit of that in terms of the the increase in mafia romance in the last uh-huh. few years. But I think that this was a good book to read for our second book in this unit. Yeah. I will say that.
0: It, it, it definitely, like, went down the checklist of, like, here's uh-huh. what happens in a mafia romance. Yes. When... One person is like the innocent and the other is very involved in the mafia. I feel
1: like we're solidifying the checklist, like you said. Yes. But I also think, and we haven't said how we feel about this book yet. Um, I, there was a lot of stuff I didn't like about this book. There were certain Mm -hmm. scenes that I thought were very good as romances go. Mm -hmm. And I think in general it took the things that we complained about in the last book and said we wanted to see more of and turned the dial up on them slightly. Like we mm-hmm. said we wanted the heroine to have a dark arc, and I think yes, that she, she did. That. Um, uh-huh.
0: Though not till like the very, yeah, very end. Yeah, not till the very end. It and it's still and
1: there. And it was teased a lot like about like the things she said. I think that it was nice that this didn't pull the punch the way that the last one mm. did, where it was like, mm-hmm. The guy is terrible. Just kidding. He's president. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. The whole country loves him. I like that everyone was garbage basically through the whole book. And they knew it. And they knew it. Um, Also, we said we wanted to see no teenage uh, heroines. Didn't quite get that, but did get less of an age gap. Not entirely yes, was- gone, but less of one.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit um, iffy uh, considering mm-hmm. when they were first promise to each other yeah but, you know. I mean the
1: whole thing's iffy right
0: oh yeah absolutely forcing a woman t- to marry <laughs> your your teenage daughter forcing her to marry a man she's never met who's yeah. very violent yeah
1: I also really was bugged by it because I fully felt unlike in the last one where I was like you're right this wouldn't make sense if he wasn't 30 and she wasn't 18 doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's good I hate it but it, it yeah wouldn't make sense right yeah this one I was An like older woman would just leave <laughs> yeah this one I was like you could have aged Both of them, if you want to keep the age gap, but you could have aged them up like literally just two years and it would have been very easy to do and I would have found it like significantly less creepy. They still would have met when she was 17, but I think that like 20 to me reads a little bit different than 18. I know that's kind of arbitrary, but...
0: What if they were engaged at 18 and yeah. then
1: she married on her 21st birthday or right. something? Right. And I mean, of, like, yeah. the argument that is a spoiler, you know, for the rest of this discussion. But what happens in this book is that she's promised to this other mafia guy and her mother argues for the wedding not to be right that second when she's 15, argues for it to be when she's of age at 18. Super mm-hmm. fucked up. But you could easily just tweak that a little bit. Like you said, make her 18 and then have the mom say something like, oh, I was married at 21. Can't she just wait till then? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then then it would make the mom's argument seem a lot more like she cares about her daughter and a lot less that she's just like, but the legalities, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, like, I feel like. Even if you you as a mafia boss are okay with marrying off a 15 year old, they talk about like not wanting to pull heat and stuff. And this guy is in the news as like a socialite sort of vibe. There would mm-hmm. be questions asked if he married a 15-year-old from a different state, you know? Absolutely. So, like, I feel like that's <laughs> that's less of a, like, the mom just really cares about her daughter and wants to give her time. And more, like, everybody kind of realized that it was a fucking stupid idea to try to marry off a 15-year-old in the year of our yeah. Lord 2014, you know? Yeah. Uh, though in some states. Well, you can do it. It's the same thing it's as. It's just real
0: fucking weird. It's.
1: It's the same thing as the president marrying the teenager in the last book, where I'm like, yeah. yes, it was legal for her to get married at that time. But, but there's no way questions. people wouldn't ask questions about it and that he would yes. have a successful run there's for no presidency. There's no way he
0: didn't sit down for an interview with yeah. like Oprah or somebody. And they were like, so tell me about your
1: child bride. right? <laughs> Why like, did you
0: make the choice to marry come on.
1: an 18-year-old? You're telling me Anderson Cooper wouldn't have been all over that? Come on yes, now. Yes, come on now. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's generally, I feel like my feelings on this book are generally lukewarm. Like, yeah, established some stuff in the genre, felt better about it than the last book. There was some stuff I thought was, you know, pretty good, and some stuff that I was like, oh, that was trash. How do you feel?
0: I just, I really could not get over the 15-year-old being forced to marry. And, and yes, a lot of this book does take place after she's 15 years old, but we're, we sit with her as a 15-year-old yeah. for so long that it's just like, it's icky.
1: Well... It's only two chapters, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that I don't agree. I'm saying that I think that could have easily been cut out. Again, yeah, the choices yeah. that were made does make it seem like the teenagerness is the point, which is yes. gross.
0: Yeah, it did feel a little bit. Um, it, it felt like a taboo romance mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, and then I also like there was just some some details about like. <laughs> I mean I I get it this is this is a, a world of violence. It's you know you gotta do what you gotta do to survive, but they're like this kid has been a made man since he was 11 when he killed his first his first man and and uh, everyone's been afraid of him since he was 13. and I'm like, this has to, you are all grown men with guns like <laughs> this has to be the most terrifying 13 year old to ever exist. like what?
1: <laughs> I will say. I was okay with that simply because it meant that the age gap could be less, right? Yeah. Because I feel like... I do like that. Yeah. It's like he's got to have been established for a while for this to work. Mm -hmm. He's got to have the reputation, right? Yeah. But then you run up into the problem of okay, then he either is significantly older than her or he's been a very scary since his prepubescent days. You know? Yeah,
0: which is like, come on, if his voice is changing while yeah. he's in the mafia, there's no way he's scary. I
1: I <laughs> choose to believe that everyone is kind of looking back on this with uh, blood tinted glasses. Yeah, you know, man. like you they're saw like saw him
0: with acne. Yeah. You saw him sweaty and stinky, like come on. That
1: like you're scared of him now and so you're like I must have always been scared of him. He always you know? he, even as a 13 year old he looked exactly terrifying. like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I just thought that part was really cheesy. I think for me like I don't know. I I I I get why they did that. Um I just, it just yeah. I, it it's just I it really it's threw a hurdle. It's a hurdle to get
1: over both of them, mm-hmm. the age thing and the age thing.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I truly like, I just did not care for the chemistry between these two characters. Mm. I feel like she gave so much yeah. so quickly and he still acted exactly the same at the end. And like, I'm yeah, just...
1: I mean, it really was about her coming into her own as Mafia Queen. Yeah. Which, yeah. That's this is a cool concept. Her... But also it is a romance novel and I want the two characters to have chemistry. Yeah. I just thought they were just OK. Yeah. Like, I, I think I'd know. agree with that. Yeah, I think that, again, there were certain scenes where I was like, I like how this is being portrayed, like to get into sp- specifics, like the blowjob scene. I was like, you yeah, know, this is like a good, uh, you know, relationship in terms of she is inexperienced and he is talking uh-huh. her through it in like a non condescending, still fun way. I was like, cool, yes, yes I love that sex positivity. Love uh-huh. it. However, then you get into, like, the huge fetishes, fetishization of her virginity. And I'm like,
0: and you lost me. Yeah. It was it was basically this whole book is about a young girl losing her virginity to mm-hmm. the man she was forced to marry. Yeah. Like, there's some the mafia stuff in the background, but it's all so vague that, like, and it, you oh, know, it's, really, really it's a romance novel. It it's
1: really not. all comes to a head in that last 5%. And I was like, man, why couldn't this whole book have been this?
0: I know. It was so interesting. I was like, you really just, like... I don't know. You just threw it in at the end to end the book. You're like, I'm done now. <laughs> I fucked. I'm done.
1: I need okay. to do some hurt comfort real quick. Quick, find me someone to shoot this woman.
0: Yeah, but just like real, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think kind of like getting a little bit ahead of like what we would like to see in mm. this. I, I have this image in my mind, I think, of a version I would have liked better of this book is if they they were more similar in age and it was kind of more about them learning to mutually respect each other yes. as they also have to learn how to navigate being in a mafia family
1: i think and i know this is going to be a controversial pitch for you mm-hmm. because you don't yes. like this but okay i think dual perspective would have helped here mm, cuz i think yeah, that's true there's a yeah. lot of stuff that we can interpret as him being like i love this woman but like mm-hmm. she's not interpreting it that way and so it does just come because he's not good at emotions or whatever. So it does he, come across yeah. as just he's just the same samey all the way through. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's that just that would kind of a help. dud. He's kind of a yeah, boring hero he's just kind to be of honest. Just there. Yeah. He also doesn't, doesn't do have much of a that much dark stuff on screen. You know. Yeah. Like he kills about. one guy in front of her. Not even in uh-huh. front of her, but like in her proximity. Mm-hmm. And that's like, all right. Well, but he was gonna rape your wife, so like, fair. Yeah. That's not yeah. that's not dark hero shit, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Which you know, if you like the trope of who did this to you,
1: yeah, that's true. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go. There's there's one. Put it on the board. Um, <laughs> speaking of, if you like the trope, would you recommend this to people? Um.
0: Hesitantly, I mm-hmm. think uh, this is again with these like darker romances, you never know exactly who to yeah. uh, recommend them to unless you got you already have like a buddy that you read really like you know the dark and 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 horny books with mm-hmm. that you can talk to about that. Like, I wouldn't just like, hey, you like romances? Check out Bound by Honor, you know, like yeah. you gotta know specifics about a person's romance preferences. Um, I think I would say, hey, like if you're looking to see where, like if you like we just did, like if you're looking to see what the most basic of mafia romance books can be, here's here's an example of one. But if you're looking for, you know, for something more modern, more updated, this is probably not for you.
1: Hmm. I think I agree. I think I would recommend it with like asterisks, asterisks, yeah. asterisks, mm-hmm. um, asterisk, asterisks.
0: Is there that many sounds in that word? Asterisk. Well, there's
1: I'm trying to make it plural. Asterix. Astri. Astrix. streaks. Um, I like that. <laughs> I'll
0: have a look at my asterix. uh
1: I would recommend it with footnotes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, if you want to get into mafia romance, understand that this has some triggering stuff in it. And mm-hmm. um, real quick uh, threats of rape, threats of violence, um, suicide uh mm-hmm. violence against children um I'm trying to think if there are any other all kinds of violence yeah basically all the violence gun violence page, yeah um dismemberment <laughs> uh drugs uh, uh yeah specifically uh date rape drugs Being yeah rubied, yeah um yeah, I'm sure there's there there's a few others. I'm trying to think though if there's any other lots big ones. Lots of discussion that of virginity. <laughs> lots of discussion of virginity, which I feel like abusive that's not really parents. as much of a trigger as much as that's an ick. Um, yes, abusive parents, hundred um, percent. Neglectful parents. Uh, yeah. Separation of like like forced separation of siblings. I feel like that might be triggering to some people in this day and age. Yes. Um. So heads up for that. But if you are okay with that sort of situation. Death of a parent. Death too, of a parent. Like yeah. yeah. Um but it hits it all. Yeah. Every every single one. Um there's probably I mean, there's no pregnancy stuff in this one, which is a plus. Thank
0: God. Yeah. He got her on that birth control. He was plate. like, you're taking some
1: fucking yeah. birth control. He's like it's 48 hours
0: till our <laughs> wedding night, get on the pill.
1: <laughs> um if you're cool with that and you want to check out a mafia romance, I definitely would recommend this one over the last one that we read. Absolutely. Yeah. Um I don't know that I think it's the best one out there, but it does seem like it fits kind of the bill of what you would expect in a mafia romance. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, I think if it's your jam or if you want it you want it to be your jam, maybe <laughs> give this one a shot. Yeah. Well, what else have you been reading then? OK, so this wasn't my jam. I think I can definitively say at this uh-huh. point. But the thing Did that it kept. Did you read a jam? I, OK, so <laughs> I kept thinking during this how much better this would be as a historical again. OK. Because, you know, just make them a duke and a duchess and make it a political alliance. Bing, bang, boom. You're done. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Easy. Easy peasy. Historical fantasy. This is why these genres exist. Um It's so that we can have weird restrictions and not have to worry about the fact that it doesn't work in the modern age. Um, So I I was thinking about historical, so I decided I would go read a historical to cleanse my palate. I didn't get all the way through, um, and I feel like I'm going to recommend this, and everybody who's into historicals is going to be like, duh, you haven't read that yet, because it (laughs) had a lot of buzz around it when it came out. Uh Um, The book that I'm currently reading and will immediately go back to after this podcast um, is Alexis Hall's A Lady for a Duke. Have you heard of this one?
0: I've heard of Alexis Hall. Uh-huh. Let me see. Let me look up the cover, because that's the only way I recognize it. You might
1: recognize it by the cover.
0: Alexis Hall, um, A Lady for a Duke. See, oh, I see. Okay, Alexis Hall wrote a boyfriend material. Yes. Huh? That's why I know Alexis Hall. I don't think I know this book. Okay,
1: so I'm going to tell you the premise, right? Uh, go Because it. it's so good. Um, Viola is like a lady's companion to her sister-in-law. Uh-huh. Her sister-in-law receives a message from her like protege slash like former um like not caretaker the reverse of caretaker the thing that you Care-take-y. take care of yeah <laughs> warden charge ward uh, ward uh, um, ward, um, ward her yeah. former former ward um, Miranda who. Has written to her because she is having trouble at home. Specifically, that her brother is incredibly sad and will not do things and isn't taking care of the the property and is being mm-hmm. a bad lord. And it's kind of like couched because Miranda doesn't want to like talk shit about her beloved brother. But yeah. okay, so they get this letter. The sister in law is like Viola, we have to go there to take care of Miranda. And also to take care of the brother, who I know was close with you once. And Viola's like, yes, I I do feel badly about the situation, but I don't really want to go because I don't want him to see me, right? Mm -hmm. But eventually the the sister-in-law talks him into going. And the reason that the brother is so terribly sad is because his very best friend, Bosom Buddy, uh, died in war. Okay? He also uh-huh. received a leg injury. It was a terrible war. There's a lot of PTSD stuff. Alexis Hall has very good content warnings on his website as well, so check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the brother's very sad, and he's like, "I miss my bestest friend in the whole wide world so very much. Um, I am. I feel terrible that I let him die in battle, and I like had to look through the bodies, and I couldn't even find his body to bring it home, and he couldn't find the body." Because his best friend faked her own death because she's trans and wanted to live as a woman and is Viola. So Viola was like took the chance in battle to be like, "I'm gonna fake my own death. I've been wounded. I'm gonna fake my own death," and then she went went back to her family and they accepted her. But obviously, she like is not out as herself. She or Uh her former self. She's hiding basically as her sister-in-law's like lady's maid. Or lady's companion. Oh, so now, yes. Yeah, so now Viola's like uh, very upset because she thought that like he would get over it, and he is like a wreck of a man because of the death of his very best friend, and it's so good. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, like I'm not all the way through yet, but it's shaving up to be one of my top reads this year Dang. excellent as far as historicals go all of the things that i love about like historicals when they are cognizant of the problems with historicals you know yeah 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 that sounds so, so good. good uh so I... if you haven't checked it out in your historical fan you should um absolutely that, that's what i'm reading right now how about you
0: um so nothing i went to the (laughs) library i went to the library and i was like you know i'm just gonna spend my time at the library i'm gonna check out some some books that seem really interesting to me Mm -hmm. and so i got a bunch of books and brought them home and then as soon as i did libby sent me a notification i was like hey your holds came in i was like fuck i have too many books now to read in a two-week period of time so um i read one chapter of a book and Mm -hmm. it was good i don't want to say anything about it yet though in case it turns out to not be good because there's only one chapter okay tell
1: me I'll okay,
0: I am reading. Well, I'll just say it in the podcast. That's fine. Okay. Um <laughs> I read one chapter of Bindle Punk Bruja by oh. Desideria Mesa and it is a uh 1920s like jazz age historical oh. about a um a biracial woman who is um has to hide her her mexican heritage Mm. because she passes as white in order to be successful but part of her mexican heritage is also that she has control over earth magic but her earth magic like get can she can like charm people with it basically Mm. um and so she has like a uh uh an illegal like jazz club in the 1920s in america um and uh, it takes place in Kansas City. So these are all things. Aww. I'm biracial. I grew up in Kansas City. You I have like magic alcohol. powers, and I have magic now. <laughs> <laughs> so also, there's a lot of things here uh, that make me really want to read this book. I just I I've, I've only I have felt too much pressure with all these holds coming in. I was like I can't do any of it. I'm just gonna ignore all of them. That and is then very real. Place the holds again. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. And then it will be like hopefully. Other people will have put holds on some of them. So then you just get a few...
0: Yeah, I hope so. And I know, I know, before anyone says, yes, you can delay your holds on Libby, but I also panic accepted the book. So I don't know what to tell you, friends. There are other options. I didn't take them though. Listen, this is a safe space. No one here you. to judge you. I appreciate it. Except maybe the person who is directly behind me on the hold list.
1: Look. They can go like, fuck themselves. Actually. They can. They're gonna wait
0: the full two weeks because yeah. I might read the book before it's too bad. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh all right okay so it sounds like we both read very uh, bits of very good books very small bits uh (laughs) but we also read a whole book and it was this book and we're gonna talk about it
0: yes bound by honor by corin (laughs) o'reilly
1: uh so we have see it kind of sounds like you're saying corn (laughs) o'reilly Corn,
0: corn, corn, no O'Reilly. Riley.
1: <laughs> Corny parts. <laughs> Horny books. <laughs> um, the energy
0: is just unfitting. It's a special one, guys. <laughs> it's a special, very special episode of Shuffleware. Um, so the book starts with this prologue. And y'all know, y'all know how I hate prologues. This is one of the most, the, the worst is, defenders of prologue. I this literally,
1: after reading it, I was like, egregious was the exact word i was gonna say i was like first off i know anna's gonna hate this secondly <laughs> so mad. i'm mad i'm not as big of a hater of prologues i'm like they have their place not here not this time the setup insane didn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna set the set up the book when she's 18 mm. in the prologue, getting married, and uh-huh. then flash back to when she's 15 for two chapters, and then go back to when she's 18 for the rest. It's like, why but not didn't even you where just... we left off? Like, right, a different, a, a when d- she different 18. 18. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why didn't you just put the 15 year old part as the prologue if you needed to have a prologue, and then just put the prologue part where it sequentially takes place well
0: she did actually this prologue is repeat? almost word for oh, word God. the wedding scene from later in the book what is happening uh, this I was, is not a prologue this is a this is a sample from the middle of your book i
1: was a hundred percent skimming that wedding scene because i was like this is too sad i can't it's deal with so this it's so sad
0: yes uh, but yeah, so we get this here. We get, we get this wedding scene. She's having a ring put on her finger by her new husband. So our, 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 characters are named Aria, who's from the Chicago Italian mafia. And then Luca, her husband, who's from the New York Italian mafia. Um, they are, they're at the altar. He's putting the ring on her finger and she's kind of reminiscing about how, um, people who join the mafia the the familial familial famiglia familia familia. i think it's familia familia.
1: i think the g is silent i could be wrong i
0: listened to this on audiobook you think i would fucking know (laughs) the familia (laughs) i really like to eat at Sabaros pizza (laughs) um they the only way you can leave is by dying and she's reflecting on how the only way she'll be able to leave this marriage is very similar way by her death um she is bound by honor to this marriage you get it it. Uh, so we flash back to when she's 15 and she's learning that she is going to have to marry this man luca that she's never met at the time uh, three years earlier, she's 15 years old when she's told about or when she becomes engaged. They have an engagement party and everything. Luca is 20. There is a five year age difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, she <laughs> she's basically told you have to marry this man because the Chicago and Italian mafia families have to join together so that we can beat the Russians and the Taiwanese. That's all the information we get. <laughs>
1: Yeah. The I Taiwanese was, don't even make an appearance in this book. No, I'm sure they're going to be sequel fodder, man. Like I think yeah. from the Kindle it said that they're currently on book 6. So I mean, dang. I uh, there's got there's going to be fights with the Triad. There's going to be but probably only
0: very vaguely mentioned. Only
1: very vaguely and at the very very end. Um Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did like I did feel like this book gave us more mafia details. Again, like Slowly getting to where we want to be. It gave us more mafia details than the last book because mm-hmm. we got some some fun Italian sprinkled in here and there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we got you know like her father is like the second hand of the boss and like um mm-hmm. they the have con- kind of consigliere con- or something con- like con- that. Con- consigliere, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and Luca's dad is the cu- buca de. Couple <laughs> de <copy. laughs> Um, he's the Vucca the spaghetti and the meatball. Um, the New York mob. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Italy. Vote um, for what we're doing to your language right now and what mafia romance has done to the perception of as Italian a whole. Americans as a whole. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm I'm questioning my life choices right now. (laughs) They've just brought me to this moment. Uh, Okay. Okay. So I like that we got a little bit more detail about the structure and a little bit like there were other mafia people who she interacted with aside from just her immediate family. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Whereas in the last one, it was pretty removed from like actual mafia stuff, right?
0: Yes, yeah, it was like we deal with the mafia in a brutal way, but I'm gonna be a president, so, but
1: I'm gonna be a president, so don't worry about it, honey. Um, you're twelve. go to your room um, this one at least like there was there was some world building. it's not like i i I believe that Miss Baba O'Reilly did in fact what? research. The mob, what?
0: Baba O'Reilly.
1: Yeah. she did research the mob or the mafia at least a little bit. Whereas I'm pretty sure that other writer, who I'm not going to look up right now, had just kind of heard about the mob through like a game of telephone like, the and the was doing right. her best. They're
0: just like bad guys, right? They're just like bad guys. They're just bad guys. Uh, yeah, so so... So um, the reason Aria has to be the one to marry Luca be- is she's because she's so the most beautiful girl. she's at 15. <laughs> she's the most beautiful woman in Chicago at the age of 15. The age of 15. The age of 15. The age,
1: I'll say it again, of 15.
0: Of 15. Wow. And <laughs> it's so nasty because like her dad... Um. Puts her in a, not a good dad. skimpy dress. He puts yes, and then like shortest, most revealing dress and heels that she can't even walk in yet. Cause she's just um, a little baby. She's just a little baby, and she's, she's a used sexy to baby. Much more modestly, because like in, you know, in her world, she's being she's she's beautiful. She's being saved for something, right? Like she can't have men looking at her. So she's would not be ever gross. dressed they would this get way before. Their
1: eyeball juices on her. They
0: could get their eyeball juices on her, and that would be terrible. Terrible. So she meets Luca, and he's like, doesn't say anything. He's like, acts like he's not super impressed, but, um, you know, he he instantly is like, "Okay, she's mine now." Um, father who beats his children, you can no longer beat my fiance. Uh, and he's like, that's fine. I'll just beat my other daughters instead, like, in her place, which is super cool. Super cool dad. Really wish someone would, like, kill this guy. But he's still alive at the end Sequel of the book. Sequel date. Sequel, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, Arya has a very close relationship with her, with her siblings. She has two younger sisters, Gianna and Lily, and a younger brother. Fabiano. Bobby, Fabiano, yes. But Fabi for um, short. Yes, who is like a very small child, um, in in the flashbacks. I think he's like eleven. I think he's eleven the at like the eight. wedding. Yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how math.
0: Yeah, usually. <laughs> um, and Gianna master. is kind of like she's the their hot, hot headed redhead. You know, like she's mm. she's like she's the ready mouthy to, one. Yes, and she's ready to take on the whole mafia in Arya's uh stead. And Arya's like, nah, I have to do this. Um, there's no way out of it. I just had to accept my fate and kind of make the most of it, okay. Three years later, they get married. <laughs> great. Uh, <laughs> it's It's real sad, um, because she she gets married, and his family. Um, there's a lot of people on his side of the family Like he's kind of known as someone who sleeps around. And there's one woman in particular who is the daughter of a senator that he sleeps with often, um, and uses really derogatory language towards her because of the fact that he sleeps with her. Like she gets called a slut and a whore, but he's not because, okay, sure. Okay, whatever. Um, but she's really jealous obviously of the marriage and so she tries to like, um ruin it every chance she gets. So like um I think like the night before the wedding or sometime really close to the wedding, she basically whispers into Arya's ear like he's gonna fuck you bloody and it's gonna be terrible. Hope you enjoy
1: How? having sex,
0: haha, bitch. How sort of thing. How did she
1: get away with this long of a whisper? Like, that's what I want to (laughs) know. Like, they're in the receiving line at the wedding. And she goes in to whisper to her and it's like, he's going to fuck you bloody. Also, some other more derogatory words. Yes. And uh, it's going to be so bad. He's an animal. You're not going to be ready. And it's going to be bad sex. He's going to tear you in half. He's just going to tear you in half. And, like. Hope you're scared. She, like, uh, Luca is like, what the fuck did she say? And she's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it wouldn't her senator father who is on the take for the mob also notice her acting bizarrely towards the pride and be think. like you need to fucking chill
0: <laughs> yeah you need to you need to slow your roll these guys make sure that i can win elections so like
1: like i do not please. care that he's no longer gonna eat you out like you need to stop <laughs> you need to chill absolutely
0: So they get married. She's terrified the whole day. And and Luca can tell he's like trying to get her to eat and stuff, which is already showing a level of care for her more than other guy did in the last book. Yeah. He's trying to get her to eat. Uh, She won't eat. He, you know, he's just trying to look out for her and take care of her. But time passes. Also
1: feeding your partner is another uh, borderline kink, but definitely trope. So put it on the board.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of little ones, like mm-hmm. little close, little tiny
1: mentions of stuff in this one. Basically, if like. you kind of want a werewolf romance and all of the tropes that go with that, this is very similar. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, less it's hairy, just, he's less hairy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no nodding. No
1: nodding. But, but they, hmm, yeah.
0: the size thing. Okay. I mean,
1: like, I feel like arranged marriage is just like, less explicit nodding right they're both like that's yeah they're both I'm trying to remember I think it I'm trying to remember which YouTuber used the phrase like uh, it's like horny get along shirt or something like that you know <laughs> like where oh you're forced into to spend proximity like you're forced uh-huh. to be around each other right either if that's through arranged marriage or because your penis blew up like a balloon and now you, and can't you have to sit there out. for an hour and a half <laughs> so you have to talk <laughs> Not a- so
0: like it's it's a if it's an interesting one to read about <laughs> uh so it gets to the wedding night, of course, they have to consummate their marriage, and of course, this is an Italian mafia, so they have to do the whole bloody sheets thing, gross. right, gross, but would be fine in a historical again, yeah, makes sense in a non modern context, unfortunately, but um, in twenty fourteen is like who was interested
1: is- in seeing this? yeah, and everybody's like real horny for the sheets, right? Like, they're like, Everybody! Except for her family, because this is a specific New York thing. So all the Mm -hmm. Chicagoites are like, oh my god, this is barbaric. Like, you're the ones who fucking sold her off. Like, chill the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) You got no room to speak, my dudes. Uh, <laughs> but then everybody in New York is like, "Yes, let us see the bloody shit. Let us, let us, let us, let us judge the blood. Them. Let us make comments. <laughs>
0: What's <is> wrong with that? <laughs> now y'all? let's ask you explicit details about your night spent fucking your new husband. <laughs> what a weird thing for a stepmom-in-law to ask.
1: I it's- will say though, I did also enjoy because I was like in not. Enjoy makes it sound like it's horny. I just mean that I liked how it worked out. Um, She was horny for this. I was horny for this bloody sheet, you guys. She was the sheets. (laughs) Real virginity kink. Disgusting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, That is, like, not to yuck anybody's yums, but that is, like, one kink I cannot wrap my head around. Because, like, as a woman who dates other women... Uh-huh. I've been in situations with women where it is their first time doing anything with another woman, and that shit is so much pressure. I don't understand how anybody <laughs> thinks is it's sexy. Very, yeah,
0: like, yeah. Like I don't get it. Um, I don't, yeah i I always see it in these like alpha male romances, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, "I'll I'll be the only man you'll ever touch," which like, hey, you cannot. Gross. Like you, you cannot, you cannot possibly think that that's going to be true. Like, (laughs) you know, like, I don't know, but also like, yeah, very gross possession sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I, it to me is not something as a woman that I ever desire in a partner. So it is not something I ever enjoy reading about in books. I... Mm, I yeah. Don't know. It, I it, also have questions.
1: anytime the virginity stuff came up in a way that it was clear that the virginity was sexy, I was like this yeah. is making me miserable. I hate this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to say I did like that in this bed <laughs> bloody bedsheet mess. Um, I was like when they were going into it I was like, "Oh, the way that this would be handled in like a romance with a good male lead would be like if he volunteer like realizes she's afraid volunteers to cut himself does so and bleeds on the sheet right uh-huh which is what happens he just doesn't like vocalize that that's the plan very much and still he behaves in kind knife. of a, yeah
0: he's like <laughs> you don't want to have sex with me and then he gets a knife, a knife and knife. comes at her with it and
1: then it's like i don't get why she's afraid of <laughs>
0: yeah and he's like you flinched away from me eight times a night when will you not be afraid of me probably when you stop doing scary ass shit
1: stop pulling (laughs) knives out with no good
0: god jesus But he, yes, this is what he does. He he cuts open his arm. He he mixes his blood with water and he puts it on the sheet in some artistic manner. And then they both go to sleep on the sheet. But not before he adds
1: whiskey like he he bled into a glass. To, oh, that's true. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah. I don't know why he added that unnecessary step, except so that the author could write this next part. He then adds whiskey to the glass, which still has blood in it. And he drinks it. And I'm like, why Bleh. didn't you just write a werewolf novel, my Bleh. dude?
0: <laughs> not into blood play.
1: <laughs>
0: that is a biohazard, my man. That is. <laughs>
1: Again, not trying to yuck any yums. It's not for Sorry me. Sorry to all the vampires it's out there. not for me. <laughs> um, also, though, <sighs> if you are into blood play or knife play, don't get excited because that doesn't really it. come back up. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't get too horny, you weirdos.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Arya starts to build this narrative in her mind that, you know, maybe Luca's not such a bad guy. Maybe they can make this marriage work, right? Like she she is of the position of like, hey, I don't want to have sex today. But I do want to try and build a relationship with you to the point where I do feel comfortable having sex with you at some point in time, which is, like, super cool. Like Very relatable. I also would
1: feel this way if I was married off at 18. Absolutely. Stockholm syndrome of it all aside. You know what? I will say (laughs) Stockholm syndrome gets a lot of crap. But if (laughs) you. Or in an unescapable <laughs> situation, that's kind of the best you can hope for, You right? kind of have to succumb to it, right? Assuming, Stockholm Syndrome. assuming
0: by the end of the book, your husband is the lead in a male romance, no- <laughs> the male lead in a romance novel, and he ends up being a good guy and not a piece of shit like your
1: parents were. Like, you, you just kind of have to hope that that sweet, sweet Stockholm Syndrome will take you away, you know? And that's
0: what Arya does. She's Aria like, you know like, what? Fuck it.
1: There was a part later in the book where she was like, I tried tried to fight it i'm like babe no No, you didn't didn't. you
0: immediately said wow he's noble and you
1: were like i'm gonna gonna
0: really make him love me
1: you're like my plan make him love me and then ride that dick like okay
0: yeah okay that's her that's her that's her uh what is the word i'm looking for like that's her that's that's the point that she wants to get to right she doesn't want to fuck him she wants to be she wants to make love yes right so whatever um they moved to New York. It's sad. Her sisters are sobbing. She's she's unhappy. And Luca basically puts her up in this penthouse. He and his brother uh, live in the top two floors. So Luca Luca and Arya have the top floor and then his younger brother Matteo or something like that is like yeah. the floor beneath him. He's going to be a lead in another one of the books for reasons you'll learn about in a little bit. But essentially Luca like he brings her home um and kind of leaves her to her own devices during the day she has a bodyguard that follows her around i really felt like we missed out on some good like bodyguard yeah main character bonding yes this, she hated him the whole time because he was just doing his job of keeping her safe though not very good but you know <laughs> um, <laughs> um and um they start to like mess around in the bedroom they don't uh, they they're going very slow like luca's like is this is agonizing for him because he's used to he's just used to fucking all day every day right Mm. he's so horny uh but to he has to wait to fuck his very beautiful 18 year old wife the most beautiful woman in the world because she's still a child i want
1: to add this to my list of annoyances with this book and this Uh is the time where I'm getting on my queer pedestal um Mm -hmm. I hate that like I feel like if you're gonna do a virginity fetish you don't get to do the the various other types of sex that aren't p and v Mm. and then be like that's the big one she's still a verge because it's like yeah I understand that for many people that mm-hmm. is the, like, mentality, right? That V is some somehow different in terms of intimacy than every other type of sex. But by putting it in that place, you're basically saying all other types of sex don't count as sex, yeah. which mm-hmm. is shitty. And it's I really know shitty. that's not the intent of the author and her weird virginity fetish, but... It is. But it's the consequence. The consequence is mm-hmm. that it's like the only sex that counts is putting your dick in her vagina. It's when a man enters a woman he's married to. And specifically enters her vagina because mouth yes. doesn't count. Fingers but doesn't count because he didn't stick them in that far. <laughs> right. He said,
0: I'm not going to break your hymen.
1: Right. I don't know how that whole thing seemed like he was not doing a good job if he was not to the point where he could break her hymen, but whatever. um seems fake I
0: was trying to figure (laughs) out like mm, that's really that's you're not dipping in very far no buddy
1: also the whole like I know we're a bit behind of the actual losing her virginity scene Mm -hmm. the amount of pain she experienced for the amount of foreplay that was described yeah very much was in sex, I learned sex hurts the first time. And the way that he talked about it, too. I was, he was confused
0: like, like Luca was confused. He was like, I thought
1: you were ready. And I was like, I thought she was, too. <laughs> well, but even, like, Luca before that is like, yeah, it's definitely going to hurt kind of no matter what. And I'm like, it really doesn't have to be this big traumatizing thing, yeah. guys. Which, yeah. again, like the teenager stuff, kind of makes it seem like the, the pain tale. is the point, right? Yeah. Like, that you should suffer and it's like mm-hmm. gross that's gross to make your husband happy though that's, that's gross i don't like it no
0: no i yeah i really did not care for the the actual penetration sex scenes in this book right gross. um but they're doing other stuff um and then one day she gets this note from one of Luca's cousins, female cousins, who comes over and she's like, Here's a note. Don't let your bodyguard see it. And then she leaves, which is like really sus. And the bodyguard was like, What was up with that? And uh, Aria's like, I don't know. Weird, huh?
1: <laughs> what a strange coincidence. Yeah. So she also this- like, The cousin is like, Oh, I just came. Like when the bodyguard is like, Why are you here? Mm-hmm. She's like, I just came to check in on Aria, but now I have a hair appointment and must away. It's like, You could have hung out for a bit just like, like a couple minutes don't seem so suspicious right
0: but Arya's 18 she's not suspicious at all mm-hmm. no she hands Arya this note and the note is like hey do you want to know what your husband is doing all day while he's out and about in your home warming his bed go to this address tonight don't bring your bodyguard so aria hatches this whole plan about how she she and her bodyguard go out to eat and she's like i'm gonna go to the bathroom it's gonna be a while don't fucking follow me i gotta take a huge shit so she gets up she leaves the restaurant and goes to this address and she goes into this abandoned like not abandoned but it's like like apartment uh, building uh, yeah it's apartment building just like regular old apartment she goes in she she enters a room i don't know if it had a room number on there or if she was just like she got just lucky and opened that right door but she opens the door and she sees luca having sex with grace which is the senator's daughter uh and they're going at it real real hard and grace looks up when the door opens and like smirks at aria who's like her whole world has just shattered right because and 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 she does state like what I believe to be the correct opinion of like, I had to go my whole life. I couldn't have men even talk to me because I had to save myself for this fucking marriage. And here you are, like four nights after our wedding, fucking other women. Mm -hmm. This is fucking disgusting. And she runs away.
1: My opinion on this. First off, here's what I thought was going to happen twice. The first thing I thought was going to happen and this was obviously giving too much credit to these idiot children. But <laughs> I thought she was just going to be like, hey, this note is weird. I'm going to ask Luca about it. And then they yeah. would have a discussion like adults. Um, but he then, wouldn't have said anything. He'd he would like, yeah, have been like, just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, babe. Don't worry about um, it. She'd be like, okay. Or don't worry about it, Principessa. <laughs> yeah, that's his pet name for her. Principes. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> well, yeah, once she we're starts not a, having, we're doing not sexual a, things yeah, with him. We're not at Principessa territory yet. No. Um, <laughs> I thought that she was going to confront Luca about it and it was going to turn out to be like a blackmailing situation or something. Or like his dad had said he had to keep Grace happy for like ties with the the politicians or something. Like something where it was like, oh, you're also being manipulated by the mob in terrible ways and your body is not your own. And so we can bond over this. That is not what happened. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world that he was fucking another woman, except for the fact that they were having like some sexual relations Um, It just wasn't the type that he preferred. I think that, I think if, again, if everybody just talked to each other, if he had sat down and been (laughs) like, hey, I get that you're not ready for sex and we're not really, like, emotionally connected, I had a girlfriend. I would like to keep seeing her. Yeah. I honestly, I would be chill with that. I would be like, yeah, you're right. I'm 18. I don't want to fuck you. I want to get to know you. Um I understand that a lot of people in our world have mistresses. And, yeah, you also were first forced into this marriage. Go ahead. But mm-hmm. the fact that he's, like, like didn't talk about it. But of course he doesn't. No. Because he's Luca and he doesn't talk about it. I'm like – y'all need to read the ethical slut and just like move on with your lives this is this is silly like what are
0: we doing like everybody in the mafia knew too apparently that this is this is the building he would go to fuck grace right like Like, everyone knew this address
1: i was like well i guess because they do say Cosima, the the cousin is friends with grace so like yes yeah she put her up to it so dumb so dumb plot twist (laughs) didn't do anything to bring the characters together in any way which should be I feel like anytime there is a complication in a romance the point should be that you get over it in a way that draws the characters closer together Mm -hmm. versus this which was like I think she was attempting to do that but it really it just was like no this just kind of seems like he's a shithead yeah
0: this he was he was not he was not his best Luca here. No.
1: <laughs> he was being the monster Luca,
0: monster Luca, which apparently is a real thing. Whatever, <laughs> just write a fucking horrible book, oh my God, just Come write a on, book. what are you it's doing? Fine. That was also extremely popular still in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> She finds out about this. They have a big fight, but, I mean, she has nowhere else to go. So she eventually goes back to their penthouse, and he's like, where have you been? And she's, like, walking around. He's like, in New York City, by yourself? She's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm here. He's like, but the Bratva, But the Bratva are going to get you. You have no idea. She's like, nobody here knows who I am.
1: Don't go outside ever. Which Don't go
0: outside, outside I, ever without your bodyguard.
1: I do agree somewhat that, like, And I think actually, like, the book worked against this in the end. But, like, his wedding, like, people would have taken pictures and posted it on social media. Yeah, absolutely.
0: If he is as big of a socialite as they say. Yeah, like,
1: she would, if the, because we find out that the Bratva has been trying specifically to find her. And it's like, did you not look her up on Facebook, my guy? Like... what's up <laughs> you're doing we haven't
0: even tried to google her
1: yet you're doing a bad job at
0: kidnapping extremely actually very ineffective i don't know why the new york mafia is having such a hard time with these guys honestly really
1: i could have dealt with the foot very quickly please don't kill me any pranva who <laughs> so listen to our podcast
0: they're coming now oh no <laughs> um so they they have this discussion and she's like luca i don't want you to be with any other women we're fucking married and luca's like okay but like when do you think we can start fucking and she's like i don't know man like give me some time maybe like a year he's like a year my dick's gonna fall off oh my god i'll try but oh my god that's such a long time god you want to fuck now
1: i think they eventually settle on a couple months and i'm like yeah you don't want to put a date on it, babe. Like, just, that's asking just, for trouble. Yeah,
0: because he's he's gonna say it's been a couple months. We're going now, right?
1: Uh. Uh,
0: so they have some time, like getting to know each other, they're they're becoming closer as a couple. Um, at one point, Gianna visits because Lily is like, or not Lily. Sorry, that's another one of the sisters. Um, Aria is like really lonely, so she comes up for a visit. Gianna has like a uh a a fighting flirting thing going on with luca's younger brother Matteo, um that will be relevant later but the thing that happens here with the visit is like yana convinces aria to go out to a club and they go out to one of the clubs that luca owns and they're all dancing and having a good time they look hot as fuck luca shows up they dance for a while and he's like brb i gotta go do some business now and aria's like okay i'll wait at the bar for you she goes to the bar And she orders a drink and then this ugly man comes up to her and it's specified as ugly because only ugly men are bad. Only ugly men are bad because beauty Mm -hmm. and virtue are closely aligned, right? Right? We all know that.
1: I didn't want to get too into this, but I definitely like there were multiple instances of this because like Bibiana, one of her like friends-ish from... Uh, Chicago she got mm-hmm. married off and they're like her husband is old and fat and ugly and then it's like also and her husband her. beats her but yes. we're gonna focus on the old fat and ugly thing first and I'm like there are bigger issues with that yeah. relationship that we should focus on <laughs> and was, I feel like beating would be okay if he was hot I feel like that would have made a much more salient point uh to like Aria's fears is if bibiana did have a hunky husband who was also a dick to her like yeah
0: you know yeah if he looked just like luca yeah one of luca's cousins or something <laughs> mm. writing the next book in the
1: series book number seven i bet okay here's my predictions for what the other books in the series are okay just based on this book okay. um we're gonna obviously have guiana and uh-huh. Matteo. uh-huh i think that the wretched bodyguard and Liliana thing is actually uh, going to happen. The full-fledged
0: adult and 14-year-old. Uh-huh. Yes, it yeah. does. I can confirm because I the in the very back of this book that okay. has all the couples.
1: Um, I assume that Fabi is venge is like one of the later he's books. In a, he's in a spinoff series. Oh, okay. Where it's probably um, like... I think that the one guy who was the son of the other, or like the leader of the other like mafia that other dude dante i think his name was Uh he's gonna be one because he was weirdly in this book for absolutely no reason except to like introduce him as a love interest later on um and he gets with valentina i i'm guessing it doesn't happen but i would predict that bibiana like her husband dies and she has to get remarried Mm. or something um I don't see her on this list. Yes, that should have been one of them. Are Mm. any of the other ones characters that I already know? No,
0: I think there's another one that's Kara and Growl. I certainly don't remember anyone name. Growl, Growl, you're just doing werewolves. (laughs) It's just werewolves. You should have just werewolves. Uh, and then the last one is Aria and Luca again. Bound by Love, oh, I'm okay. assuming there's a baby.
1: Okay. They have to have the baby books. So. Well, that's fun. You don't see that too often, you know, re- yeah. recircling back to number one. That's nice. Yeah,
0: yeah, that is nice. As, as someone who finds it hard to, like, get into subsequent couples in a series. See, uh, I love it. Like
1: I'm that. a big fan of... of mm, I wish I could. I wish f- I could get into I it. love guessing who the next couple is going to be. Cause they always put down little hints, and in uh-huh. this book, the little hints were red flags. But you know, here we are. <laughs> but apparently, apparently, that's love. Are. That's amore. Like... <laughs>
0: that's amore,
1: <in> Amelia. <laughs> when the blood hits the sheets,
0: <laughs> it's really
1: no. When the it, blood hits the sheets and you've nothing to eat, that's samore. That's
0: <laughs> uh, Anyway, <laughs> what happens? Oh, they go to the club and she's at the bar and this ugly guy walks up and he basically he puts he rupees her. And uh, she's like, hey, what's happening to me? And he's like, I'm taking you away. And he starts saying, like, really vile stuff about how he's going to sexually assault her and, like, whispering this into her ear the whole time. But then suddenly they're, like, stopped at the door. And uh, Luke is like, where the fuck are you going with my wife? Also important and- to
1: note that they had ju- she had just seen Grace hanging out earlier in this yes. club. And this guy used the same, like, terminology that Grace used at the wedding. Mm. which isn't really explained why he did
0: that (laughs) because it's like because he was just so horny well she said because because it was a pretty
1: girl who had it coming to her which is yeah but that's not what he said to her like (laughs) he used the same shitty phrases as what grace whispered in her ear at the wedding and grace sent him to roofie her but i would assume that Grace wasn't pulling a, a fucking um, Tyrell here and being like, tell her it was me by saying these <laughs> phrases before you rape her. Me. Like,
0: what? <laughs> but yeah, so Luca steps up and he's like, hey, I don't like this. And then he kills this man. Cool. Well, they have like a whole kind of like, they do a whole torture scene and Luca gets to have his like big mafia hero moment. Uh, and... uh Aria, she's like man I uh, oh she told Luca she's like here are the exact words he said to me which kind of like flips a switch into Luca and sends him into feral mode and um, Aria later on is like kind of grappling with this like i basically sentenced a man to die like i have this power where my very violent husband will commit crimes based on how sad i am
1: <laughs> which she then comes to the conclusion i'm fine with that he was a shit she head. likes
0: it <laughs> she likes it
1: i i don't know that i would come to the same conclusion but i do understand this mentality of like a specifically the conclusion of he was a shithead and so he deserves to die and i'm protecting other women. I'm like mm-hmm. pretty pro not murdering people. Um but it's a good way to be. You know, life. i do get that point that she, she's like well he was bad and he was going to do this to, like if he he had he roofies this to other on other women. Him. So. Yeah, like um so i don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Morally gray <laughs> murder. <laughs> So then Luca comes
0: home and like she's recovering from being Rufy, So she's all sick. So you have a little bit of the like, Mm. you know, taking care of somebody while they're sick thing
1: going on. You also got the taking care of someone while after they've had the shit stabbed out of them those True. those scenes yes my cup of tea they were pretty please. yeah they Give were bad. more of that <laughs> um, nom, 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 nom. yes this man has to sew up his own wound I thought she was gonna ask him to teach her how to do that and I was gonna be like yes this is hot <laughs> yeah but now she just watched she was just she like knows. I'll just watch this happen and I'm like babe you got to take some initiative and <laughs> help him sew up his wounds come on now <laughs>
0: So as she's recovering from this, she the, the, the big outcome here is she says, after my sister goes back to Chicago, let's do it. Let's fuck. Let's have it. Let's have a V sexual encounter. And he's like, fucking finally, I've done enough to prove to you that I deserve to have my penis and in- enter you. <laughs> so they do. They have sex. It is like <laughs> it is not a good time for her uh, for the most part. Like she the beginning, the foreplay is great. Uh, but then when it comes to the actual sex, she hates it. Um, she's she just is too big. He's just too big. The worst
1: pain she's ever experienced. Yeah. And I'm like, how? How though? How? Like, off the top of my head, I can think of many things that, like, every woman, well, not every woman, but, like, generally... Women have experienced period cramps. I feel like yes. those can get real, oh real rowdy. Uh huh. Skinning <laughs> real, your real rowdy, <laughs> real rowdy. Skinning your knee as a kid. I feel like that hurts a lot sometimes. Yeah. Like Breaking bones when and your stuff. father punches you. In when the your face. father slaps you. I'm like, yeah. how is this the worst thing you've ever felt after all of that foreplay? This all is, of the foreplay. She came a PSA. so many times. To so any, many times. I know we've said, teens, please don't listen to our podcast. But I've also seen the Spotify. I know some of you are listening to our podcast. Rebels, What's up, all teens, of you. You little rebels. <laughs> if you have sex with someone and they gonna tell you this much, it, ha- think. it is going to hurt no matter what. And you have the worst pain you've ever experienced in your life when he sticks it in. You need to you talk to a doctor about vaginismus. Like you need to talk to someone yeah. because that's not normal. This is not normal.
0: <laughs> Unless his dick is like the size of his arm,
1: I don't. like... I don't think. I don't. I don't. It can't. Yeah, that would but, be noted. That would. He's. She said it was big, but because well, of course it was just because she's
0: so pure. She never yeah. put anything. It was probably she didn't like, even like, use
1: tampons. She didn't yeah. ride
0: bicycles. Jesus. Like.
1: Um, I also feel like this is a good place to bring up another one of my favorite things to do with romance novels, which is figure out what random thing the author thinks is really sexy that not Uh necessarily everyone agrees needs to be in so explicit detail. In Uh this, it's grabbing butts. There's a lot of butt grabs in this. There's so much discussion of butt grabs and like where his hands are and they're always on her butt and how Mm -hmm. tight they're grabbing her butt and like cupping her butt there's a lot of discussion of the hands on the butt and i'm not saying that that's not sexy Mm -hmm. i'm saying that it's not mentioned it 20 times in one book sexy
0: it doesn't need to be (laughs) mentioned in the same sex scene that many times
1: there's just a lot of butt cupping and i yeah I'm not, and it, spreading, it, yeah, spreading was another one. <laughs> Folds—that's not a thing that she thinks is sexy. It's just she uses he the word "folds" his hand a lot
0: possessively over my folds. Okay, all right,
1: all right. I mean, It's like
0: don't- when you give a dog like a good boy sort of pat, like that's what he was doing. <laughs>
1: I actually was surprised, <laughs> speaking of good boy, I truly thought that Luca was going to have a praise kink, but we didn't get any of that. No, we like,
0: didn't. We didn't have like a, yeah, like a sir or daddy thing. No. Like, no, yeah. I
1: thought that like he would like praise kink in terms of like, he likes being told like good boy, good job. Oh. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking the other way around. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, liked, yeah. Yeah. That would be. He likes
0: to make her blush. Yeah.
1: I think we did get a little of that because he commented on her blushing a bit. Anyway, just just things yeah. I notice about just these sex scenes.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of sex in this book. Um, as I said, this is mostly the story of a girl deciding it's time to give up her virginity. So we get a lot of sex. Um, the next big thing that happens is, like, Luca comes home one night really fucking... Pit- oh, no, no, no. They have their fight first, don't they? Yeah. They have their fight first. So then the me, next big thing Me
1: furiously swiping between sex scenes to figure out where the plot is. Where's the plot? Where's the plot? <laughs> what
0: happened? <laughs> so then uh Gianna calls her sister. She's crying. She's in tears. Ari like, "What's wrong?" Gianna says, "I've been I've been promised to Matteo uh in marriage. And uh, we're getting married next year. Wham, 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 wham. She's like crying, and Arya's like, "Well, you know, I you, sometimes like you just have to accept the situation. Like it's not that bad." And Gianna's like, "No, I'm not like you. Like I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm the little shit of the family. I'm
1: da- He's gonna kill me, man. He's gonna- <laughs> <laughs> like, dad married me to this man specifically to punish me. Yes, like ooh, that's rough. That's also, though, I feel like Gianna. I don't. I'm sure this will come up in the sequel." They kind of have a talk about, like, would it be possible for Arya to run away? And the conclusion Arya comes to is, like, she doesn't want to leave her family. And this is the mm-hmm. only way that she can stay in contact with them. If she ran away, there's no way she would be able to take all of her siblings with her. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Which, like, that's real. I, I In the last one where I was like, you're 18. Just don't do this. Just go literally anywhere else, you know? Uh-huh. In this one, I was like, I do get why she... Went along with it because, it, like, that is her personality, right? Is that she loves her siblings, like, and is the mother to them, right? And it's uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah. I, I understand why you would need to stay in their life to the point that you would sacrifice your freedom, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Kiana doesn't have that motivation, so I'm like, she can just, and she's away.
0: definitely impulsive. I know, after all of this, like, we're gonna, I'm planning your escape now, Arya, and then she's just like. I'm
1: yeah. I'm guessing that'll be in the sequel it'll be a lot yeah. of Kiana running away for the first half
0: yes f- refusing to even have a discussion with the man that she does flirt with like it's not it's like there's some serious fighting but also it's like that
1: flirty kind of fighting yeah so it's like it re- I mean it reads as flirt fighting to me especially for Mateo Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially. I don't know how into it Gianna is. It's hard to gauge. She is also only seventeen. She's also a child. So like, like,
0: I love to flirt with the seventeen year old. I'm gonna marry her.
1: Like, okay, Uh, dude. The second most beautiful woman in the world. We all need to have a talk. Yes. And again, like, it would be such an easy fix, even if you didn't want to age them up, to at least take out the ick factor of the fifteen year old thing by having him be vocal. In that first meeting, about like she's a literal child, like yeah, yeah. I, I'm not attracted to her because she's a child. Like she needs to cook a little bit longer, right? Like let's let this one simmer. But no, it, he <laughs> he probably would have gone along with it if they had, you know, let her get married at 15. He would have been down. So like that's mm-hmm. gross. I mean, it's still he pretty gross that he nice married day. her at 18 when she has no life experience, but
0: so sheltered. doesn't even want to go to college she's like i don't nah. I'm yeah scared. i
1: thought i thought maybe that was going to go on the list of like mafia romance tropes is like husband lets you get an education but <laughs> apparently husband no. gives
0: you wings to fly <laughs> nope
1: i can fly Def- higher than an eagle
0: <laughs>
1: anyway uh- so, so she gets into a fight with luca she's like
0: hey fucker were you going to tell me that y'all were planning to marry my sister to your brother? And he's like, what are you mad about? That means she's going to live here with you. Like, isn't that like, aren't you sad all the time because you're lonely? She's like, this is fucking bullshit. I don't want this story for her. I want her to have happiness in her life. How long have you, has this been in the works? And he's like, I don't know, like a month. She's like, we've been fucking. <laughs> and you've known about my
1: sister <laughs> going to be married to your brother. That's some bullshit, man. Again easy fix of just have him not have known. And then Mm -hmm. they can still have this fight. He can be like, oh, she's marrying Mateo. That's great. She'll be here in New York. And then she, she's like, how could you possibly have that reaction without him being a huge creepazoid? Like, Mm -hmm. You have all these opportunities to not make this guy a creepazoid, and you keep not taking them. And it's stressing me out.
0: (laughs) You want him to be as bad as possible. Like you're like really straddling the line of what can I get away with here that people will still think is romantic.
1: Like the ways that I want him to be bad are not the ways that you want him to be bad. Like you Mm -hmm. want him to be bad in a like overly possessive doesn't take his partner's thoughts into account way and i'm not down with that i want him to be bad in a murders more people in front of her way yeah
0: for her yeah
1: like let's go back to that one let's do that that was cool (laughs) i don't like this dismissive bullshit he's doing because then you could also just get like the he's a, a Silly boy who doesn't understand emotions thing, and be like he doesn't understand why she's upset about it. Instead of him being like purposefully withholding information from her, that's shitty. He gonna make her mad. That's yeah. shitty. You're being a shit. It's really shitty.
0: <laughs> that, but he got what he wanted, man. He got that sex. That pussy. <laughs> God. So they have a big fight where they're not talking for a few days, and Arya is actually like, I miss him. I miss talking to him. You know, like I miss fucking him. You know.
1: I'm like okay, well at least you know. Like cool. Yeah.
0: So one night he comes home and he's like in monster Luca mode, and he's like being really vicious, and he like bends her over the couch and he has sex with her in a very rough way that he's never done before. But she finds out she kind of likes it, so like whatever. Yes, it's okay. Um, yeah. They have sex for a while like that, and then. Uh, she like, they go to bed or something. I don't remember. But the next morning he wakes up and she's like covered in bruises and stuff, right? Cause it was really rough sex. And he's like, oh my God, what did I do to you? Like what happened last night? And she's like, you don't remember. And he's like, no, I was in monster mode. I don't know anything that happened. And she's like, it's okay. You were rough, but I liked it. That's fine. And he's kind of relieved. And, and she's like, well, what, what happened that made you react in this way? And he's like, oh, the Russian mafia killed my dad. So now, like, he's the head of the New York Familia. <laughs> he's the Capo de Capi. Of he's the de the New York City book of de Beppo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So they go to the funeral and, uh, you know, it's fine. He doesn't really he has a terrible relationship with his dad. Um, because, you know, how, how could you have a good relationship with someone who forces you to, to kill people when you're 11 years old?
1: But, um, and, um, yeah, I don't think we've, I don't know if we've gotten to it at this point in the book, but we have certainly haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. Like Luca's tragic backstory stuff. Yeah. There's a we lot can of mention it. it now. Yeah. I mean, I, his mom committed suicide because she was tired of being raped by his dad, which makes it really shitty that then that is a thing that. Like, I don't think we talked about this either, but uh, Arya throws in his face when she finds out about the marriage. She's like, well, every time we had sex, it was rape. I didn't enjoy it at all. It's like you yeah. knew at this point that his mom killed herself because of the rape thing. And like you, he's and said that's never addressed. Right. Like he said multiple times like that. It bothers him when you say that he's a rapist. And it's like, that's probably why. You probably should stop doing that. So Arya isn't exactly not a total shithead either. No, Um, no, no. uh, So his mom killed herself. And then when he was 11, uh, some people in the uh, New York mob were like, we're going to try to take over. So they were going to kill his dad and him and his brother. Came into the room, tried to kill his brother. He, uh, someone woke up. I don't know. He killed the guy and then hit his brother in the closet, went down and killed some more people with his dad. Very yeah. tragic. Also, his dad made him have sex with prostitutes. That's, fucked at, 13?
0: Up. That's fucked at thirteen. That's at thirteen.
1: Um. So obviously, I have so many questions for those women. I know, right?
0: Oh my god. Ugh.
1: Yeah. So he does have. He does have the tragic backstory chops to get like a little he does, bit yeah, of he a. Pass. Understand human emotion? <laughs> no, he needs therapy. Fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. So after this, they kind of, like, they make up a little bit, um, and at the they go to the funeral. And then after the funeral, like, her family is all there because they, you know, came to pay their respects to their in-law. Um, and he's I, don't like, I don't want that
1: these mafiosos can keep taking so much time away from work. I just, I think it's That's one showing- of the great
0: benefits of being in the Moph, is you have unlimited PTO. <laughs> I
1: think it's showing a real lack of commitment.
0: Um, so they he's like hey I don't want you and your siblings in New York City now because I feel like shit's about to go down we got to take this fight to the Bratva's door whatever uh so I'm sending you all to the Hamptons to this really nice home we have on the beach there it'll be safer spoiler alert it was not not safer (laughs) (laughs) so they get there and they're all they're getting all settled in for the night the siblings are like bonding Um, and then one of their bodyguards, one of the Chicago bodyguards who they've known their entire lives, his name is Umberto. I thought he was going to be a bigger deal than he was, but no, he gets killed. He gets sniped right in the head and everyone's like, ah, what's happening? But then also like Gianna and Arya got in a fight over the whole marriage thing and Gianna like stormed out of the house right before this happened. So Aria's bodyguard is like, you got to get to the panic room, Aria, and she's like, I can't. You take my younger siblings, but I have to go find Giana. I have to go out there where all the Russian guys are and try and find my sister, whatever. And the bodyguard's like, Luca's not going to like this. She's like, I don't give a fuck.
1: I think she's (laughs) she's like, if anything happens to my siblings, I will kill myself. So, and then
0: it will be on you. And then it's your fault. You think Luca's going to be happy?
1: It's like that's some fucked up logic you can't
0: manipulate people like that that's no wonder your bodyguard doesn't want to talk to you that's fucking bullshit
1: no wonder you don't i bet when we get to this third book and it's him and the 14 year old hopefully a bit older by then but probably just 18 um that is gonna be like they're gonna be having pillow talk and he's gonna be like so why why does your sister why is she so mean to me (laughs) all the time talk
0: to her to tell her to lighten up or something really hostile work environment (laughs) i know i know she was like an angsty teenager when i met her but like but you're also an angsty teenager
1: and we get along really well i feel like fucking you all the
0: time what is the deal (laughs) oh mafia romance she finds her sister uh, there's gunfight. Luca's like, he calls her. He's like, I'll be there in 20 minutes. I'm getting on the helicopter now. And then suddenly 20 minutes has passed somehow because Luca's there in the house and they're all shooting each other and yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then a, uh, one of the Russian guys or no, the girl, yeah, she, she, Arya picks up a gun, kills a man. And she's like, didn't even think about it. Knew I had to do she it. did it. I'm like, yes. But then another guy goes to aim. At Luca, and she's like, no, and she jumps in front of the bullet. And she takes a bullet for him. Luca goes feral mode, kills every other Russian person, uh, and uh, goes to, like, take care of Arya, I guess. She passes out. She doesn't see any of this. She gets shot in the shoulder, um, and he's like, we have to take her to
1: the hospital. There was a real fixation in this book. On her, on her not seeing the bad things he did, and I'm like, no,
0: yeah, like they, uh, we need her to see, we need her to witness, right?
1: Like she needs to be horny for it. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're writing in the wrong genre. He's doing werewolf things. He's doing and werewolf he should things. be doing mafia. See, that's things. the that's
0: the thing is he is a werewolf, but he's if Arya werewolf, can't see it, then how will he's she He's hiding know? it from her. That's yeah, that's how he killed all those guys. Is he went he werewolf mode? And he ate them all.
1: He ate them. There's no evidence. He,
0: <laughs> he was like, and then after after the shootout, he was like, boys, clean this up. And then they also became wolves and just ate all the bodies. Yes. Excellent.
1: They're all werewolves. And then he took a little a little tongue bath to clean up the blood on his fur. Oh,
0: yeah. How sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's like, we need to get her to hospital. She's lost a lot of blood, but... She's like, no, I'll just use the family doctor who we call Doc because it's not
1: safe for me to go to the hospital. Which, like, this is, like, a a thing. This is a callback. Yeah, Yeah. because, like, his dad didn't call or didn't take him to the hospital when he was shot in the break-in. And Arya was like, that's terrible. Um, Like, you should care about someone more. Like, he should have cared about you more than, like, anything else and luca's basically like if you're the head of the buca de beppo then you have to care <laughs> about the buca de beppo first and foremost if you're the general manager of the buca de <laughs> City, and so like obviously him being like you have to go to the hospital is like he's not his dad and he does love her and Arya being like no, I'll take the family doctor. as like, I do accept that this is our life and this is how it yes. has to and be. And I so killed like, a man now. And I killed a man. I also have blood on my hands, just like yeah, I've been saying this whole book. But she liked it. She liked it. She was it.
0: like, you know what? I killed a man, but I knew I did it because I couldn't. He was going to kill someone I loved, and I so couldn't hesitate. fuck that So I'll guy. do it again. Bring uh,
1: me 100 guys to shoot at my husband. I'll kill them all. I'll
0: kill them all, even though I've not been trained to do that yet. But I'll do it. I'll do it. But she Don't wakes up the worry. next day, and they're both like, I love you. Great. And that's the
1: end. Great. Great. A little anticlimactic.
0: But but that's what happens when you stuff all the action into the last 5% yeah, of the book. It was like literally 10 pages.
1: <laughs> yeah. There so. are so many ways you could have fixed this book. It just wasn't quite yeah. there.
0: Have that be the first chapter.
1: There you go. Have that be the prologue.
0: Yeah, have that be the prologue. Have that be the part of the book that you tease in the prologue.
1: (laughs) I honestly would have been furious if that was at the beginning, and I thought that was going to be the tone for the whole book, and then it just wasn't. and then it just wasn't. It was just about a horny teenager fucking a lot. Like, okay. Okay. All right. Um, Great. So we're done with this one.
0: Yeah.
1: What are we thinking? How are we feeling? I know you talked about this a little bit at the beginning, what you would like to see.
0: Yeah i don't i don't want to see i want to see where the couple is on more equal footing right Mm -hmm. either if that's because a woman is allowed to do mafia stuff in in more recent releases like she she herself is like either like allowed to kill people or somehow involved in the business like knows what's up or like the two of them are trying to figure out how to live this life together right Mm. um that's that's what that's all i really want i think everything else i can kind of get on board with um as long as it's like uh maybe no age gap but you know adults to minimal age gap with 25 or older
1: yeah i would i because i feel like 25 is asking a lot from what we've seen so far i would go like 21 to she has to be able to legally drink alcohol at the wedding yeah i think Uh that's gonna be my cutoff She has to legally be allowed to drink at the marriage that she was illegally forced into. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I agree on all counts. Um, I will add no pregnancy. That was a refreshing break in this one. Um, I also, I feel like, I don't know 100%, but I feel like because we have a chunk of time for reasons Mm -hmm. that will become clear when I talk about what's coming up next uh, between this episode for and the end of this unit i might go all highlander time travel romance on this and read a bunch of these just to Uh, get the vibe and i think the one i don't know if we'll be able to do this for the podcast because i feel like i haven't seen these in any lists so i would assume if they exist they're probably pretty indie like um and we tend not to do D, if we think we're going to rag on it too hard, which uh-huh. there might be some overlap up there. Um, I would like to try to find a queer mafia romance, preferably mm-hmm. two women. But I'll take two men. Yeah, oh, that sounds bad. Um, I would read a book <laughs> about two consenting men. Yeah, I think that's going to be my goal is to maybe read a few more of these and try to find a, a queer one. That would be, yeah.
0: I'd be interested in that.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see how that plays out with all of the like very heteronormative things in this mm-hmm. book. The weird virginity kink. <laughs> the weird virginity kink. Um All right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what's next cuz it's Or
0: not. Let's not. Let's we don't have to. Do we don't have it. to get
1: into it. Let's no. do it though. No. Buddy, let's no. do it. <laughs> Um, okay, so first off, next week, nothing to fear. We're just back with another Warriors with a meow meow. Monday. Why would you say it
0: that way? Why would there be something to
1: fear? <laughs> why would there be something to with, fear with coming, coming out? Why would you say? Why would you preface it that way? Eclipse. Oh, that's fun. It has the same title as that Twilight book. We don't talk about that, but it does. <laughs> um, I'd rather and then the week after that. Oh, hear those sleigh bells jingling. Rang ting tingle in two. It's Christmas time, and that means it's time for no! shoes. No, we that. No, I have to look up which one it is because I no, it again. doesn't exist.
0: You know, they actually destroyed all future copies of these books. They don't exist anymore.
1: Well, I'm sorry, they do. Uh, um we will be reading the no, next book no. in the Christmas Hope series, also known no, as the Christmas no, Shoes no, 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 series no, no, by no, Donna Fan no, 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 I don't hear you, I don't have to read it. <laughs> we will be reading The Christmas Promise. Oh no. Each Christmas we are given a promise from heaven. And each year on earth we make promises to each other. This is a story about how a promise from one person to another shows us oh, the true me meaning die. of faith, remembrance, and love. Oh, so uh, no. tune in two weeks from now, December 26th. Oh, God. It's over 200. It's 206 pages. This
0: is the longest one yet.
1: It is. It's a chunker by Van Leer oh, Stanton. Fuck. <laughs> I can't. This inspirational fiction
0: kills me every year. Oh you know the house on the cover is cute though i like Yeah, that. it's a nice house that's a nice little tutor
1: we can take some i'm mad in that. though <laughs> uh,
0: warmly humorous and deeply poignant yeah right mm.
1: this sounds like it's gonna be a real return to form in terms of christmas shoes God. seems like we got a lot of the this the like og as long christmas as Nathan shoes plot shows points, up. i'm sure he will with his shoes. He's a thousand years old now.
0: <laughs> I can't believe we're gonna have to read this book and to have to handle the fact that one of the main characters' names is, is Chaz. Chaz.
1: Yes, I noticed
0: that as well. <laughs> we got a Gloria. We got a Chaz. And a Do you think Miriam. This is a
1: Christmas book, Chaz? Gloria makes sense, though.
0: Yeah, Gloria does. Chaz, though, like, hey, at least I guess it's not like
1: Nicholas, <laughs> Chucky. <laughs> Chucky, Chucky, Chucky. <laughs> Yeah, whose dad is named Chaz. This His is where my train of thought Chaz. was.
0: <laughs> Back to the Rugrats fanfic. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> what uh, if there's Rugrats Mafia fanfic? It's worth also, looking up. Did we talk about Rugrats fanfic on the podcast? We didn't. No one knows what we're going on about now. No, what we're, no about what the fuck no. we're talking about. <laughs> okay all right all right (laughs) in the meantime (laughs)
0: if you have any books or units you'd like for us to cover on the podcast either because you think we would love them or hate them you can tweet at us at shelfawarecast or email us shelfawarecast at gmail.com as always thank you to ben cope for the use of our theme song you can check out his youtube channel in our show notes below we are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms so if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those you definitely should otherwise What will I have read this Christmas promise book for? (laughs) If no one is here to listen to me complain about this book for an hour and a half in two Mondays, I'm going to lose my mind. You're a woman. You're supposed to suffer. (laughs) Damn it, original sin. No, come back to bite me in the ass. If you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right, because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like. In the words of Cora Riley, I'd actually never eaten at a KFC. (laughs) Mother and father would have never taken us to a place like that.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) And then they they go to a Korean restaurant and she's like, what is this mysterious food?
0: (laughs) I can't believe a man like you, Luca, would ever eat. Food from my, another
1: country. My like, parents only ever took us to Olive Garden.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh did either of us do any research for this? Probably I not. I did not. Great. No. Great.
0: I forgot it
1: was the second book. <laughs> yeah, I remembered it, but then actively didn't do that. So let's it's fine. See. No, let's not Oops. worry about it. Let's just let's okay. just flow. It's a submission unit. It's fine. That's true. All right. Uh, well, I, I've got, you know, like we can we can spin a little bit about how this book was written in 2014 and uh, like that there's a lot of mafia AU fanfic kind of thing and there's a yeah. crossover, uh, the tropification of romance and all that. We've got it. Okay. We can. We, we can, got this. Yeah, we can we ramble. <laughs> we can ramble a bit. What else <laughs> am I good for? <laughs> <laughs>